What up, everybody? Once again, thanks for tuning into the Activated Podcast, uh, where we get some interesting conversation. I know you guys have been hearing from me in the past couple of weeks, uh, but today I actually decided to switch it up a little bit. Um, I've reached out and used my privilege to get a good friend of mine to come up here, and uh, we're going to talk about an interesting topic, I think, and I wanted to come here and help me with it. I have in here with me today, I have Chantel. What's up, y'all? And... Uh, Chantel, we're going to speak about black love, right? Yeah, and your hate of black love <laughs> <laughs> and black people. <laughs> he don't like melanin for some reason. Um, we got to give people the background. So the, how this conversation even started is that Chantel was posting a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. And I, I made a little comment. <laughs> little. <laughs> I, made, <laughs> I made a little comment. So that's why we're here today to, to, to clear the air and have this conversation so that you know what? If I didn't know better, I'm open to to learning, mm-hmm. and I'm open to hopefully, you know, through the podcast and people listening to it, hopefully they could get inspired and also learn something from here. You know, every mm-hmm. podcast that I put out, uh, I'm usually, if you're able to have one takeaway from the overall conversation that I've had, I'm, I'm, I'm having, whether I'm by myself or with somebody else, then we're kind of, you know, we're doing our part in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to tell you, how, how do we meet? We met a couple years ago. How long have you known each other? How long have you known my cousin? <laughs> five, five, six years? Okay, we'll go with that then. So we met because at the time I was dating your cousin. Yeah. We're together, and mm-hmm. that's how that friendship started. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's good that we could still, you know, get together and talk and have interesting conversation. You're a very interesting person. So I wanted to show that to, the, to the world. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Somebody that doesn't know you. Um, accolades. Accolade. You know what? I'm someone who... It's, it's hard for me to talk about myself because I feel like when you meet me, I, like, my personality and I... I don't need words to tell you who I am. Like, you know the type of person I am. But right. in short, I'll just tell you I'm a, I'm a 25-year-old lover of life, man. Now, that's... that's, yeah, that's so... Okay, to to elaborate a little bit, maybe you went to school. Oh, you want you want to know like my background, background, yeah, like, just a little bit, because a okay. lot of people would look at this and be like, um, "Who who is she to you know?" Not that it matter anyways, because I mean, I'm definitely not no like. <laughs> no, no, for sure. I mean, of course, but... expert on black love or blackness, but or maybe I am. Cause but I'm I black. think you are because you know we we have this thing that sometimes I think we underestimate the power of. I like to think. Experience, like experience, uh-huh. to me, out beats anything else. Like, if you really go through something, mm-hmm. you might actually be able to tell it better than somebody that might be. Just think about it. When we go to school, mm-hmm. you know, we study a certain topic, mm-hmm. but all that stuff doesn't matter until we actually get a job and then we execute whatever execute, yeah. we've been uh, learning about. To so, an so you went to school for? I went to university for uh, law, legal studies. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and then I actually decided to go not directly in the legal route, but kind of sidetracked into something else, kind of related, but not really. So I went to school. And I did my my postgrad in HR. Okay. So now I'm working at, in HR as in HR. So do you do do you which which one do you love more? Did you love the law aspect of it, or do you love the HR? Uh, to be honest, I I, I like the legal aspect of it more. Okay. Reason why I didn't go into law itself is, it just kind of like law kind of conflicted with me as a person. Like the way that the legal system worked, it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't aligned yeah. with who I am as a person and my right. morals and my values. Like you can't really have morals and values and be a good lawyer or 
be a good you can't it doesn't work it doesn't it, it's hard so so, one, so, <laughs> yeah. so you were actually which I, I like actually what you're saying because you know a lot of times we would forget or even ignore our morals mm-hmm. because you know of course we try and get paid and then we think this will get us the money or whatever and I think a lot of times because we associate um Making a difference with having money. money. Mm-hmm. It's not right? always not always that. I mean, that's commendable. So that you didn't have. So is it? How hard was it when you first finished before you had your? Oh, it was your, very your hard. Po- like to get a hard. job in your field. It, to get a job in my field. Yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you a little bit about background. So I finished school, yeah. and when I finished school, you know, when you're in school, you figure, yo, I went to school. When I finish, I'm gonna get a job. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't really work out that way. So no, no. I, I had a kind of a year of figuring out like what am I gonna do? What route am I gonna take? Yeah. Kind of trying to com- contemplating on my strengths and my weaknesses and like the strengths of like me as a per- taking into me as a per- to, into account me as a person, my personality, right. like the things I hold to a certain amount of value and like the legal system and how it works. I figured it wasn't for me. I was more so interested in like the socio legal aspects of like my program right um and so i considered going into social work because i'm very i'm a very like compassionate and empathetic person but then so like my options were like family law okay and when it comes to law itself my interest lies in my what i was most interested was like employment law and family law right family law I couldn't do it because I'd be too. I'd take the the work home with me. Like I would be a mess literally every day. So family law, it has to do with I'm guessing like maybe child support, child like children, families. There's okay. mediation involved. Me personally, I don't feel like the legal system or arbitration is a good like it's a good avenue for solving issues within a family. Doesn't family law to me is a, like an oxymoron. I don't think there should be a body outside of the family who dictates what a family should right. I mean, do. You know, you know the weirdest thing is when we when we look at what they do, like how the system is in North America and when you're looking back home, um, I feel like the the two system, if they would in some way like have sex and have kids, uh-huh. it would be like the perfect marriage. Because you know back home too it's not the it's not the best. It's thing. not the you best, know, yeah. Like, you know, man could walk away from a family or just take their kids and go and, marry a new and, wife and be like, and take no care issues, of my kids and yeah. there's no issues. Yeah. Whereas in here I feel like sometimes um, there's not really, there's no balance in between, you know, what the woman give, the man give. I mean, keep in mind, I don't have kids, so maybe I'm just speaking mm-hmm. out of, you know, whatever I've seen. But I think there's, it's, it's hard to have those two balances. So, I mean, I guess that, that was your focus. That's what you wanted to do initially. Uh, the family law. and Yeah, I was interested in family law. And then I just, if, if there's anybody out there who, like, knows, like anything about the legal system and like, or even has experience with like the, their family being involved in the legal system, you know, it's not something that's like easy and yeah. being that person to like, like to be in between, be in between. Right. I, I wouldn't have been comfortable in that position. So my next interest was employment law. So I, rather than going to law school and <laughs> wasting money, I figured <laughs> HR would be the shortcut. Cause when it comes to like employment law, what I was interested in was like labor relations and that sort of thing. Right. So th- that interest was there and it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't like it, me being compassionate in that, in that field wouldn't like work against me. Like it wouldn't be too much on me. Whereas me being in family law would have put a lot of stress and strain on me as an individual because mm-hmm. I literally feel everything. 
And I also considered going into social work because that kind of like it's on the same. Yeah, the two kind of they work together. They so, work together, but I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't do social work. Like I, I would cry every day. Like I, I <laughs> you can't cry. People come to you for support. Exactly, gotta, people will be coming to me strong. for support. I'll be crying. To, I'll be crying about this. This kid doesn't have no family nowhere. To, couldn't do it. So I, I went with uh, the, I went with a less emotional option. That, I mean, would, that's that would get me money that I, where I could still make a difference because yeah. when you, when you take into account like HR or like getting a job, human nature is to you're attracted just by human nature you're, you're attracted to those that you can relate with right. and if everybody who's doing the hiring and the firing is a white person, yeah, you're not going to see that much diversity right. in the workplace. So I think it's very I think diversity in H within the HR field was yeah. very definitely something that's important. Yeah. And even I mean, yeah, it is, ironically, even in my in my program, I was literally one of two black people in the whole damn program. Yeah, I think I think I, I don't know I don't know why, but I think even when I went to school, it was uh, uh, the first year was three hundred people, four black guys, and I think by graduation, I was the only one that, that graduated that made it. And, and me personally, it's not. I, I don't want to give y'all a false false sense of hope, saying you know I just honestly I didn't have another option. Mm. So when I went to school, it wasn't like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it halfway. I'm gonna quit. I was like, I'm already there. I might you as well get it done. And yeah. then if it doesn't work out, then I and I'll figure it out after instead of like wasting and you know jumping from one major to mm-hmm. another. So that's interesting because this conversation kind of relates to our conversation because I know you you're kind of wondering, oh, why do we need to highlight black love? But you yeah. even in you saying that you were like one of four. Right. The, on a mainstream mainstream level, we don't have much representation. True. So sometimes we need to like, kind of, like highlight our what our our, our <laughs> what we do, our successes. You I know. know I like, know you are you anxious. Go, you this go, listen. Okay, you don't want to go there. We gotta set yet? that up, right? You don't want to go there yet? <laughs> we, we gotta set that up because yeah. that that will be the. You know the main event. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, you okay. tune in. You want to watch. You I don't know Mayweather yet. fight, but that, that I mean that I'm saving it for the very end. Mm-hmm. But I just like I said for people listening to kind of get a sense. Maybe y'all, you know, you guys been listening to me a couple of times, so you already get a sense of how I am. So I wanted to give them because to me it's very interesting, and it's not many people that I can even have conversation with. I mm-hmm. think with you, uh, it's a natural thing. We sit there and talk for hours about things like that. But I just kind of want to give just a little bit of your story <laughs> because. Too. So that can inspire people. I know a lot of times, my first episode when I was talking to mm-hmm. people, it was like, you know, chase your dream regardless. Yeah. And we seem to think that, you know, we're going to graduate school and then and get a job, and right get a job and, then, <laughs> nope. and then do that. And sometimes we are forced to even go back and, mm-hmm. and like you did after your, you know, your graduation mm-hmm. uh, for your... Uh, uh, your bachelor's, you went back and you had to get some more stuff. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of that, you kind of find maybe a new passion while mm-hmm. doing that. So now you and you're doing HR and things of that sort. So I think for me, you know, that goes for everybody out there that, you know, I mean, and I don't know if it's, do you, do you think it's, it's black people that experience this? Like, are we, uh, are we forced to graduate and, and not have the ability to do Cause like I was saying, I like don't for know. me, people got higher on the spot, like uh-huh. at open house. Mm-hmm. Some guy even had like two, three interviews. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like, I'm looking at his work. I'm looking at mine's like, yeah, but shit, your shit kind of trash. Like it's not uh, to me. It's like how just looking at pictures, mm-hmm. both work are good. Now, obviously, I'm standing by my computer and you know whatever. Maybe that deteriorates the employer from you know whatever it is. But it, to me, it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't clear evidence that 
you know, we giving him two interviews just because, you know, I think, and not to fall back, I don't like to think race is the reason why I'm not able to do certain things. I definitely put everything on me. Like, mm-hmm. whenever it comes to anything that I'm doing, I never think about, you know what I'm saying, like, race and things like mm-hmm. that. And if, if if it's not for, reason, like, recent, you know, just thinking a lot and things like that, you start to look at it from a different perspective. As in, oh, man, like, would I be why I didn't get the job? Mm-hmm. Would I, you know, then you get to thinking and that sort of stuff, right? See, me, I don't think it's something that should be on the forefront of your mind because that might deter you from even like seeking certain opportunities right. but let's let's be real in living in this world that we live in and the society that we live in living in north america like race is always an underlying issue right. it might someone might not be racist but even like you said you and somebody else who i'm assuming this person was white yeah and the person who was looking at their resume was white right. that person like was attracted to that person because there was a level of relatability not only because of their skin color, but maybe their cultural experience. So, right. like, like I said, people are like people are more attracted to people that they can relate right. to. Like, so, I mean, even with you, let's say if you see a Ghanaian person as your background is Ghanaian, Ghana, yeah, um, you know, you see a name, you're not like you're not scared, right? Yeah. You see a, a, a you know, There's that level of comfortability a, there. A Kofi is that? Yeah. Is that? <laughs> you gonna be like, hey, Kofi, this is my brother. I'll call him. Wow, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you can like you know you're not thinking oh man like I'm not calling this yeah. name is 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 out of touch which is important I think I think it it's it's you know it's using our our position in life to to sort of to make a difference and, and create opportunities for other people so right. for I feel like for white people or people who have been in this country more established right. they have more opportunities yeah. so when they have when they're educated even if they're not educated just the fact that they have certain opportunities yeah. to just Dad like showcase businesses. their talents or strengths even if I don't know just be there or you know what I mean yeah. they're better off because they have the opportunity whereas we don't really have that opportunity like there's people who might have just the slightest thing one up on you on their resume because they got the opportunity to volunteer at their dad's workplace right. doing something else where we didn't have that we didn't have that opportunity. But also when we're talking about that, so how important is supporting our own? So recently, right, African Entertainment Award. Mm-hmm. Um, should have happened by now, by the time you guys see this. And so how important when these events come up in the community? And and I was stressing it on one of my podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I was stressing on my podcast saying, guys, it's thirty bucks is a ticket. Why are we not, mm-hmm. you know, going there? I mean, and just to make it clear, I've I, we usually I receive uh, free invitation to go to mm-hmm. these events, but before I even found out that I I would be getting this free tickets to go, yeah. um, I was gonna buy the ticket, mm-hmm. and you know, it was just it just happened just before I didn't happen to. And would I bought the ticket, I would have just gave it away to mm-hmm. somebody to be like, yo, come in and enjoy. Because I've seen when the first show started, don't quote me on this, but it could have been 2011. Mm-hmm. The evolution and, of... And, <laughs> you know, it started at York University. It was what it was. But it has a lot of potential to become something, something greater. Up. But... Mm-hmm. We got to support. We, we, this... we, we got to put our dollars behind something to mm-hmm. turn into something. That's true. I definitely agree with that. Um, and $30 for someone who... Is has a career and a full time job. That's nothing. Yeah. But like, if you're not in that position, how inclined will you be to spend thirty? I know thirty dollars is not a lot, but it's something. So, and if it's if it, you're spending thirty dollars, but do, like do you, you s- don't feel like your time is being appreciated, because a lot. Let's be real. A lot of times when we go to black events, 
Starts at seven is not starting till twelve. <laughs> right. For me, that's a bullshit. That's a motherfucking bullshit because I have shit to do. <laughs> so if you want the money, yeah, take. But I don't. You have don't waste my time. Yeah, but I think to that, like it. But I definitely believe that we 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 have to support each other because right. if we don't, who will? So we need to, and we need to we need to build like we need to build ourselves up as a community that we definitely need to do. But what's the right way to do it? That doesn't waste my time. <laughs> so you, so, but but you will go. I would go. I'd give them my thirty dollars. Have you have you been to the event? I, I haven't been. I've always wanted to go, but for some reason or another, it's always conflicted with my schedule. You know, I'm a busy person. But you, <laughs> you got to make the time. But I got to make time. We got to get you to go. Another thing is like, I, I honestly, I, I I would even donate and not go. I would donate thirty dollars and not go just to the cause, just right. because like, you know what I mean. I want to see my brothers and sisters succeed. But to be honest, on the other side, I like to watch Netflix at home. I don't. Sometimes I don't feel like. That's, I feel like Netflix is everybody's excuse to don't want to go anywhere. They're like, oh yeah, I'm home watching Yo. Netflix. But I mean, to me, like I said, it's it's you know when we're talking about that is the support really comes from you know it's beyond just us reposting an event or yeah. only showing up when we you know we're we get the free invite and yeah. things like that. And I know a lot of times, sometimes people come to me and trying to figure out, yo, what's going on? Where are you going to be at tonight? And, you know, even if, if I influence one person or two people to come mm-hmm. to these events, I think in the long run, and, and my thing is, I'm really trying to even target people outside of, you know, just the African community. Because I think, you know, you know, Caribbean can come and enjoy. Because we mm-hmm. go to their event and we, we have a, a hell time. of a lot of good mm-hmm. time and things like that. So it, it's definitely... You know, like it wouldn't be a bad thing to to go out there. So, I mean, that's good. Yeah. Anything else you wanna add? No. In so, terms of the AE awards, <laughs> I got. I so, support your people, guys. Let's <laughs> let's support each other. But let's as not much just, as we can. Let's not just say. Let's actually. So when I say support, I mean like actually support, not just word of mouth. But you know, what? if word of mouth is all you can offer, that's still something. Yeah, you know that's better I mean? than nothing. It's better than nothing. Show love. So I want to I wanna transition. We're, we're going to start to warm up about this black love. Okay, let's go. I'm ready. How, when we're talking about, why, why do you think that we think, we always associate being light-skinned as a better... I don't know who we, because me, I'm black as shit, and I love my skin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but know I'm saying, who's this You know, way. like, we, we hear this all the time. To me... Um, when I was younger, a couple uh-huh. years ago, I used to to say things, but not being conscious about it, but I was it's saying things just to be like, oh, yeah, you know, that should sound cool. Like, whatever. Like, you know. You wasn't woke. <laughs> no, not at all. You wasn't woke. I would, I would say things like, uh, if you're, you know, and I was reading through my, you know, Facebook has this amazing thing where it reminds you what yeah. you were like mm-hmm. seven years ago. And I, I, was, and I love it because I'm exactly the same. Can you believe No, I'm, it? I, I'm the same in terms of I spoke my mind, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like, you changed. know, I've grown a lot. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that's, that's crazy. Why would I even say that? Mm-hmm. Uh, saying, you know, if you're not three shades lighter than me, can't be with you. Wow. That's how you felt. And you know, it's crazy because I come in, in my household, right? <laughs> Imagine the concombilities of this one. He said three hoshes. You have to be three hoshes. No, but I mean, in all fairness, that that was what six, seven years ago. I, I I clearly do not feel like that. Far from that, as we speak today. But 
But like I said, it, it you know took... You know the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. I used to say that too. But just about me. But three lit shades. Oh, only you sweets, but everybody <laughs> else is bitter. Only me. But but you know, now I, I look back and I... Like if somebody would say that to you, like, oh, you're beautiful because you're a dark skin. Yeah, and I've heard that all my life. I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. Uh-huh. I found it personally as an insult. Then you have people who will like... Like... Especially, I noticed this in the States. Like, you grew up part of your life in the States too, right? Right. So, white supremacy is real. And even even from coming from an African background, like, right. even, like, they're, they bleach their skin. They feel like light is right and all that stuff. Like, that all stems from, like, slavery and colonization. If you really, really, like, take it in, like, slavery was how long ago? And all of these countries that were colonized by white people or the Europeans were were given independence how long ago, but the effects still remain for all of us, whether you're from Africa, whether you're from the Caribbean, whether you're from America, everyone within the African diaspora was affected by this. And we like to, we like to, especially as Africans, we like to play like we're not, but it is like, (laughs) and and the touch on that, when I grew up in, in, in Maryland, you know, the the crazy thing about it is I didn't understand how black I really was. (laughs) That was that was like the common theme, like middle school. Oh, you're, you're, yeah, like you know what I mean. So I used to go home and look at myself in the mirror and go, I can't be that black. Like what are we talking about here? Uh huh. And then now when you come, and this is the difference between the U.S. and Canada in a sense. When I came up here, I was just regular. Like nobody mm. beyond that has ever like mentioned be, me being. And I, I know I can't tell you mm. why exactly, but. Maybe so when I came up here, I started... A, you had an accent and you were different, so they just left you alone. Yeah, maybe that's why people like... Yeah. me, personally, like, I didn't, re- I didn't realize I was so black. I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> like, like, when I was growing up, like, when I was young, before yeah. I went to school, I started school when I was, like, six years old. So from zero to six years old, my mom always made me feel like, oh, like, I was beautiful. She used to call me, like, her Barbie doll. Like, you know what I mean? Right. But then as I got older, like, people would, like, make fun of me, like, oh, black attack, black attack. I'm like... I don't, I, I don't okay yeah, it's, it's, like it is what, but, what so, it is so, and then I, I remember I will never forget this story <laughs> okay so I, I remember I went to like I was like in grade 8 but like we had this program where you could go to summer school at a high school right. so the high school that I was gonna go to like they had summer school so I went there and there was like uh, a bunch of kids from other schools and all that stuff so there was this guy who was he was dark skin right. I guess he was lighter than me but he was dark skin and then he was trying to talk to me, and I wasn't interested because just at that time in my life, I wasn't interested in guys. Like, I just wasn't interested. And he was like, oh, he's like, why are you going like you're light-skinned? I was like, so what? So, because I'm dark-skinned, I don't have options. I don't like you. You're beat. You're not that cute, and you're dumb. You have chipped too. Why do I have to talk to you? <laughs> because I'm dark-skinned? Like, so if I was light-skinned, I could turn you down. But because I'm dark-skinned, I can't? Fuck off. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I mean, me, it's, it's, when I see young people doing it, like I have a little brother now and, and I tell him all the time, like, you should always treat people with respect. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I know better now, so I have to pass that down to him. Mm-hmm. But what I'm worried about is when adults, right? When we talk about adults, we're talking about 30 plus mm-hmm. people that are still caught up in this, you know, light is better, mm-hmm. dark is better. It's, it's sort of confusing. So, like, if, you know, if you're paying attention, if you're listening to today, like, ask yourself, like, does it, does it really matter? Like, to me, personally. Sweet. You're beautiful, you're beautiful. If you're ugly, you're I have ugly. nothing to Doesn't do. matter your skin. You can be yellow, green, you are still ugly. If like you're that, ugly. To me, it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't affect me. And growing up, 
like um, my dad is the same complexion as me. Mm-hmm. My mom yeah, is, is is much lighter. We've never talked about shades Shaved. in my house. It is not until I start going to school that you said. Then I started to feel that division, uh-huh. which is like it's it's so weird that we think you know everybody gets together or or at least we are you know one people. I feel like you know as black people all together, we should embrace any type of shades, you know whatever it we is. Should. So it's not till I really started going to school that you know it started messing with me. Like, mm. really? What you mean? I'm this color and that. But so. you know what? I feel like that's changing, and I feel like like there's more of an appreciation for like melanin and stuff, whether it's genuine or whether it's just a phase or a fate or fad or whatever. Me personally, I was never affected by the oh you're pretty for a dark skin comment or like oh you're black. It did. I'm it dark, didn't, but I'm cute. Matter. So fuck you. I'm still cute. <laughs> You're lighter than me, but I'm cuter than you. So fuck off. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, I ne- it never really like phased me like that. Like, I so, never thought like I was ugly because dark. I was like, yeah, you are. So I look in the mirror. I'm, I'm pretty happy with what I see. Like, I think I'm pretty cute. Like, I got a nice smile. My eyes is bright. Like, I'm cute. Yeah, I don't want you. <laughs> you know. I, so, um, yeah. About this black love, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you: Do you think, from your perspective? How important, because I look at it this way, whenever we post a picture, um, which is what I made the comment about your pictures about, you know, there's always a hashtag black love, melanin, melanin, melanin. chocolate, dark, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like the emphasis almost is divisive, if that makes sense. Like, why do we still have to put a label on what it is? Your love is beautiful. Div- you- divisive. What do you mean? Like. Devices between black people, devices... Yeah, because it's, it's almost like when we all sitting there, like, we should be able to... Like, I should be able to look at your picture without the hashtag and go, yo, that's amazing. That is but, black love. But we're not there yet. You see how you mentioned growing right. up, how you... Fa- like, there was all this, like, being black, especially being dark, it was like a negative thing. Right. I feel like that, tr- that like, is true of, like, every aspect of blackness. Right. We're talking specifically about black love. When you think about black people being together, what positive examples have we really had? Our parents. I feel like... Whose parents? Maybe that's your truth. That is but true. black people as a whole, taking into consideration right. not only Nigerians, not only Ibu Bello's family. There you go. Shout out to Niger, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Niger. <laughs> I was gonna say something really inappropriate, but I'm gonna stop. Please don't. <laughs> I'm gonna not. <laughs> but not only like your culture, like for for the African culture, it's like it's common for parents to stay together even if they hate each other. You know what I'm trying to say? So right. like we have there's always that concept of the black family, but that's not or the African family to an extent. But even that, there's a lot of shit behind it some things that people don't know like it is not it's not as perfect picture perfect as it may seem to you as a child right. from what you see so outside of you and your family and being african what as a black person just just skin just blackness doesn't matter if you're african american caribbean or african right. what positive examples do we really have within the black culture as a whole that like reinforces positive black love I mean, and that is a good point that you're making. Maybe it's because, you know, I'm stuck in a web where 
all I know is that, you know, you know, people are married. Even when you go back to Niger and things like that, like I have, a, I have uncles that have been married their whole life. And then how many wives do they have on the side? And how many children do they have outside of their wife? That's what I'm not talking about. That's a motherfucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean... So that's not... Comp- uh, the, you the, can call it positive if you want to, but... You, um, like I said, how many, how many positive examples of black love? Like even if you were to Google love right now, Guaranteed gonna be white people walking down on the beach or holding white hands. Google black, just Google love, and tell it me will, if you, it will be. Just Google love, Google love, and tell me if you see one single, even a light skinned black person. Tell me if you see. So that, that so that is why you, I guess you're promoting it. Yes. Well, every post that you put and, on, and 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 you're letting people know. There's been a transfer from the neg like, blackness was a very negative thing before, right? And we're moving into the space where. It's becoming more positive. There's more positive examples of blackness. There's more positive example of young black people being successful, as we were saying in our conversation earlier. There's more positive examples of black families. There's more positive examples of blackness. Black love is, blackness is being celebrated more now. No. So we ha- we're not at the point where we can just say it's love, and when someone says love, you're going to think or the, when you Google love, a black family is going to pop up. We're not there yet. We're getting there. We need to promote it before we get there. We need to promote it to get there. So people can know, hey, <laughs> yeah, black but, people are not just baby mamas. To, my, so my thing is... We are not named Shaniqua with red hair with five baby fathers. It's not all like that. <laughs> but does it, does, it, does, it, does it matter to us that another culture it's not even another not even another culture just you as a black person as a whole Mm -hmm. when you think about a happy family does a black person does a black family come to mind like when you think of the black family like i mean i'm biased i I would say i would say and even even when we look at our parents marriage it has not always been um it, it hasn't always been Good time, twenty four seven. You know they've been through the. You know, yeah. Man. And I always say to people, people that are married for thirty plus years, and it's all don't been, go through shit. They, everything, you know, yeah. Instagram. Like right now, mm-hmm. what we do is we buy into what the social media is is showing us. Like you know, to it's, an it's, extent. if it's not real, if it's not on. But Instagram. social media, you show people what you want to show them, and that's true in life. Like when you go go on the road, you're not gonna like you're gonna show people. You're gonna showcase yourself the way you want people to perceive you. And that's the same with social media. Not everyone's gonna know your dirt and your drama that goes on, like I behind mean, the scenes. True, but nor I, should they. I always promote, like you know, you know, always be Realness? yourself. I mean, I mean, real. It's like yeah, you know, you're real, you're real. Like just be yourself. Like to me, it's like some things I choose not to put out there just because I think you don't have to. You don't need to see. It. I'm already in the spotlight enough where you know if I'm gonna get negative feedbacks, mm-hmm. I, I you know I sign up for this. Not so much if I'm in a relationship. It doesn't matter if somebody doesn't think that you know that is black love because I feel like it's not about other people though. Like I don't, I don't post something on the internet thinking, oh my god, what are people gonna think about this? I post it because I genuinely want to celebrate me and my my black chocolate honey bear sugar honey bun. Is it you perceived as a, almost a commercial? Like do people? Or, it, I don't I mean, think about how people perceive it if we're okay. a fucking black love commercial. That's not the goal. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's not the goal. So once, like, once you put it out there, you wrap it up. It's for the world. Like, to, I, to when I post it. a picture on, on Instagram, whether it's myself or my significant other, right. I'm posting this picture. Oh, I like it. I want to share it with the world. The same way, me and my sugar, we look sexy on the beach. I want to share it <laughs> with the world. The world deserves to see this. 
Chocolate. <laughs> See, this is why I brought her here, in here today. <laughs> Amazing um, conversation, as you see. But I'm, like I said, I was hoping to learn something today. And I'm hoping that if you've been listening and watching this, that you pick up one thing. We're not, we're not telling you, you know, through the whole conversation. But if we're able to walk away from this, well, one, you know, my, my thing is now I understand, you know what? Okay. It's my fault to assume that everybody has the same um, family. family or at least... Whatever Idea they they, they put love. up as inspiration. Even like, you know, I, I got good friend. She's a sister to me, Binette. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. And, you know, her family is amazing. I always look at it and I look at her husband and her, I was like, man. Even sometimes I look at it and go, I, mm-hmm. I'm praying or forget about praying, but I am working towards becoming mm-hmm. that type of man. Mm-hmm. But like everybody's different in their mm-hmm. aspect. And, you know, I see. That's why also the whole idea behind this podcast is I know we like to celebrate celebrities, but I think amongst each other, we, we, are, we, each we other. are doing amazing thing. And just because we don't have 10,000 followers, it does not take away from the conversation that we're doing, what we're doing, our path, mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. So, you know, to trying to put that to the forefront is like, hey, you know what? What you're saying is cool, right? Now I understand a lot more. And, you know, the crazy thing is we didn't talk about this before mm-hmm. because I didn't want to come here and be, you know, everything you're saying you now. Ju- yeah, like I, I wanted to, to, and I'm open to it. And I think... A lot of people should be. And when you're listening to this, a lot of times, you know, you get a little feedback saying, yo, you said this about, you know, because I like to share my own personal story because not to say my, my story was, it, everything looks amazing now, but boy, you have no idea what it took to, to get here. And, and I'm just telling everybody, you know what? You can do it. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot more attainable mm-hmm. to look up to you. And be like, you know, I could do it. I could go to school for four years. I could go do that. It's a lot more attainable than me. You know what? I want to go to the NBA. Because now you yeah. separate yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a million and five, whatever it is. Like, you have better chance of probably hitting a lotto <laughs> than, than, than getting that. Or you want to be, you know, the next Meek Mills or whatever yeah. it is. What we're not understanding, like, it's it's not, these things do not duplicate. Mm-hmm. Drake from Toronto, whatever he's been able to accomplish... Whether that duplicates or not, it, it might be far beyond what we're able to do. Yeah. So when we're looking at it, it's like, I like to have conversation with people. Like I said, I hope, I, I'm inspired. So I hope if you're listening to this and you've heard everything Chantel's been saying. Celebrate uh, your black love and your melanin. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to call this. We're going to call this black love. And melanin. <laughs> melanin, explain that to me. What is? What's melanin? Yeah. Don't know melanin. Is a, is a person? It, it, do not I do not assume no I, I okay I, I thought it had a a deeper meaning than that melanin is the thing that's make your color dark see we learn everything it's chemical we learn new things in the activated melanin podcast. is why you have brown eyes is why your skin is that is melanin dark hair that's melanin that's, is what okay. makes it that see those see, you, I, see I, the why first you, time, you have blue eyes brown hair you don't have no melanin. You're going to die. That's how you get cancer. So I'm just joking. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just joking. I'm kidding. You're not. <laughs> the comedian. But, you, but have melanin- you considered becoming a comedian? Because, no. you know, also another thing is, too, I've been to family functions yeah. where you've been there, and you literally... I like to think that when I walk in a room, I'm able to gather everybody's attention, but you kill that in... Really? Oh, pff, amazing. That's, if you've ever been, maybe... They'll never get to experience it, but let me just picture this to you. A uh, bunch of beautiful black 
people Melanie. around. Melanin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we having um dance. Yo, you guys having dance offs. Yeah. You dancing. Shout out we to your brother. We have fun. I told you, I'm a lover of life. Shout out Y'all to uh, Black Percy. Stars, right? Percy. The Black Stars. Plantain Percy. <laughs> 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 Now we about to get all the shout outs here. <laughs> but uh, to, to wrap it, one, one last thing I, I, I want to ask you. Because you know what? Everything that I really want to ask you, it kind of just answer itself. So we're not going to go back and forth. But have you, how do you feel about people to bleach their skin? Have you, not, obviously now I wouldn't even dare to ask this question about have, have you I- considered <laughs> to bleach. You've explained that, of course. But how do you feel when you see somebody else that's bleaching their skin? First thought is, you're going to get a cancer. <laughs> so this health issue. And your blood. It's going to go cancer inside <laughs> your blood. And you just trouble yourself for no reason. Right. Secondly, is, that doesn't look good. It doesn't look authentic. Please. Right. Me personally, when I see someone like that bleaches their skin, I, to be honest, I don't judge. I kind of feel, I feel bad because it's clear that they don't, They've fallen in. They've fallen victim of, like white supremacy. They've fallen victim of the idea that like they just ha- gave in. Ha- like, like you know what? Fuck that, that how God made you wasn't like good enough. And and a lot of those people who do bleach your skin, they were lighter than me. Me, I'm Sudanese black. I'm I'm black. <laughs> and it's like you thought you were too black, and I'm black. I don't know. To me, I I feel bad because you're just ignorant. You clearly don't know better, and you don't. You didn't love yourself enough to not fall victim to, like, I don't know. It's, I, mean, I don't it's, judge. It's, it's, if you want to cancel, that's up. your own like you, you Yeah, you've given up. You gave up. and But, you know, also, interesting enough, I was watching this video clip from Jamaica. Um, it's fashion. I mean, these these were like yeah like it was like it it was the it was a thing to do like yeah. every it's something that everybody yeah, did and does. a lot of them when they were asking do you know that this has uh, you know health. You know issues. It's not gonna affect me. It's like, oh no, this uh, no, I never heard of anything like that, and and it's unfortunate because I think, you know, we. I mean, I know now, and I've been known that it, you know, it's not good for your skin. But I hope that you're not at this age and you're still thinking that, you know, bleaching is the thing. I mean, I have cousins that bleach, and I'm like, but you, I feel you look okay, way like, better than, than yeah, because when you bleach, you can you're not gonna look like a real light skin person, right? You you I can never say I'm gonna use a Javex for my skin. Yeah. And I'm not going to look like Beyonce. I'm going to look like Pihance, okay? <laughs> How you come up with this? And you know, me, the, honestly, I'm be honest with you. Uh, and because I've been, I'm scarred for life, mm-hmm. that means that when I run into somebody light, for whatever reason, I always check the knuckles and the elbows. To see, me too. Yeah, I'm like, not going to lie. Me too. Soon, it, it, it got to the point. Is it, did you buy it? Yeah, like, it got to the point where I'm thinking, uh, I mean, cool. Let me see a little knuckle action. And sometimes you you're able to tell, and it's like, but why? Like, but then some people like like me, like I have my my skin is like the opposite. Like I have like light patches of skin. I don't know why. Yeah. I think God wanted to make me light skin, but then no, the devil wanted me to be light skin, but God said no, she's supposed to be dark skin. <laughs> so whatever's good is, and is then, God, and whatever's <laughs> bad is <it> the <laughs> Well, I came out majorly. Listen, dark skin, as so I, I said before, you you are beautiful. You're amazing. Uh, anybody that looks at you and puts you in a box because of your skin, uh, they yes, clearly need to listen to the Activated Podcast. We, you know, we we need to. And get let me you. tell you, you are stupid. You are stupid. If you see a dark person, you said you are stupid. <laughs> you are idiot. Okay, <laughs> that's what you need to know. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, like to, you know that. 
I like I said, I hope the the moral of this whole podcast story is, you know, black love, love yourself love for yourself. whatever it is. And if you have younger siblings, younger kids, please reinforce that, that to love. them. You know what I mean? When they go to school, you know, like I said, and the weird thing about having immigrant parents is they don't really understand what goes no, on they don't. in in these schools in mm-hmm. North America. So when we go to, I can't even come home and really even have these conversations. Like I said, in my household at the time, because my little brother wasn't born, it was just me. I was mm-hmm. the dark, I was dark, and my dad was same tone as me. And, and my sister was like, like, so they were they were going through like different type of issues, nothing to do with. So it's like it's nobody I could really talk to, speak like, to about that, anything like that. And I'm like I said, I'm I knew for a very long time I was destined to do something amazing. And I, I reinforce hey. that within myself every day. So even though, like, I'm going through these things and, you know, people saying that, in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, you know, I fought through that. And then, you know, of course, now, you know, one thing you can never run away from, you know, time comes and within time, everything reveals yeah. itself. So when you're looking at back then till now, you understand not, I don't, that. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm, ex- I, I look forward to, like, I don't think that my kid's going to have that same Maybe I don't know. I don't expect it. Kids I feel like are mean, to, man. Kids are mean, but my kids gonna be cute. I understand what you're saying, but I think, like I said, like I was saying, uh, we need to keep reinforcing yeah. these things with our kids, yeah. uh, siblings, what you know, anybody younger than us. And that's why the black love and melanin. Listen, now I understand. Is uh, please hashtag away. I would not say anything about it anymore. Uh, this is the whole point of this is to sit down and 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 really dig through these mm-hmm. things and and like I said, for things that I'm. Ignoring like what I don't know, I don't pretend to. Mm-hmm. There's the worst thing you could do. You set yourself up, right? I'm sitting there. I could be talking about. It was like, what? I have no idea what that even means. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. Now we're gonna give this black love right. a break. I want to ask you one question. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get into relationship a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Hart. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're in that same position. Oh, to me. You know, you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let uh-huh. me finish. <laughs> um, I'm getting hot. Come you're, on. You're pregnant. Okay. You are home. Mm-hmm. And then you see a video of your husband. Mm-hmm. You know, the video of Kevin Hart, you see it. What is your first reaction? I kill him. Really? He's dying. It's life finished. But I wouldn't do it personally because I need his life insurance so I could continue paying the market. Really? So what do you say now? Like, it, it seems like they work things out, right? Yeah. Would you ever be able to do that? Like, is that what them? To be honest with you, I can understand why she did. Right. But at the same time, I can't speak on it. I can't say... Um, it's tough because for me it would be it would be something that's very very difficult because the yeah. way the way I think is first of all it's different if like the way I view cheating is like is di- cheating before marriage is one thing like just in a regular relationship that's my boyfriend my girl cheating in that like in the beginning stage is one thing and then cheating in marriage is another thing I find there's a lot of women who say like they're more likely to forgive their man for cheating in a marriage than they would be just in a relationship mm-hmm. for me it's opposite. So you because hold on, 
there's so many steps that happened before we got to this marriage. There's so much long time before of relationship before we got to this marriage. We maybe trial, I shouldn't ask this question. We did, no, I like that you ask it so I can really tell you how I feel. Okay, we went through this whole trial, whether you want it or you don't want right, it. Right. You decided I want it. You go down on me. You say to my parents, "I want to marry her." You give me a. And then you said, I want you to be my wife. I took your last name. You give me a whole child inside here. And then you now said, I'm going to fuck somebody else. Sorry, excuse me. I can't get past that. Because, like, I can't, I can't imagine that you could do all of this. Yeah. And then still hurt me like that. And still do that. But, you know, in the same theme, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to ask you <laughs> anymore. Um, but in the same theme, that is black love. Black love... Listen, black, ah? black can love. Can you cancel? What do you mean? That's black love. That's not black love. I mean, black That's love. That's not love. No, what I'm saying, okay, overall, right? The, the, the reason why black love exists or is able to continue to grow is that we make mistakes. And listen. Mistake. I'm, Hold on. Mistake is your name is Joel. I call you Joseph. Sorry, I forgot. Mistake. How can you mean I, I, I marry you? No, I was with you for how many years? Say, I want to be with you forever. Will you be my wifey? Yes, I'll be your... That's for how many years? Then you, I now say, okay, fine. Then we're living together. Then you say, jiggy, jiggy, boom, give me baby inside me. Okay? Then, oh, I forgot that I did all of this. I'm going to fuck some... Cause I think I forgot that I'm not single, that I'm married. That's not a mistake, bro. What the fuck? That's not a mistake. That's that's not a mistake. That's a no no. And, that, and of course, I'm not. I'm not. This is not to support you. Like you know what you can consider a mistake. Right. Like we're just starting out. The relationship is not solidified. Like, we're not sure if this is what we're gonna do forever. And then yeah, you know you can slip and, up. Okay. You, you did all these steps. One, two, three, four, ten. Then when we get to that level, that's it. You're stupid. No, you have to die. <laughs> <laughs> How can I not kill you? Because for me to for me for me so to have gone, you know what? Not to, sorry, not to control, but we definitely got our answer. I just <laughs> listen. I just wanted to kind of switch it up. So it's good for, but anyways, it's good for what's her name? Inko, Nico, Iniko, whatever. I think her name is Nico. Yeah, Iniko, Iniko, Iniko. It's very good, beautiful that you can forgive him. Takes a very strong woman to be able to think about all these and say. I let the girl I understand that you fucked another bitch. She wasn't even that cute, but you but I think her. also it's it's easy to give an opinion about it. Like I would, it definitely is. Excuse me. I always I always tell people that you know don't ever don't jump out there until you know whenever even when you're in a relationship and things like that don't start doing things unless you're ready to walk away from it. Like do not harass your boy. Whatever it is, like you know if if you go through his phone. You have I'm to be assuming, willing to take action on what. Yeah, you like saw. you're you're ready, you're prepared to walk away that, from it. Like now, if you see him texting another bitch, and you know that you're not gonna leave, even if he yeah, is. Yeah, you're not. Then you're don't not look through his phone. Yeah, you're not ready to move over. But it, listen, don't kill me for this. This is my opinion, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and we're just having a conversation to to get better. Um, next time, I, I think of a better question because you was you ready to get out. It to, <laughs> to, to, <laughs> you was getting ready to jump out there, but um, we're gonna wrap this up. Right, we gotta go to any awards happening tonight. Uh, as we're as we're recording this, we'll go out there and support. And you know what? Thanks for coming. Mm -hmm. Thanks for you know letting us. Thanks for inspiring me. First of all, I just want to wrap them saying I've been inspired, 
And um, also, a quick shout out. We got shout out Pixel Mate. Uh, this shout has been, out to you, girl. This has been made awesome. possible because of your hard work behind the scenes. And, mm-hmm. and you're about to see. I don't look this good in real life, but this camera is amazing. And uh, shout out to you for, you know, continue to support. Uh, you know, I always say this is by us for us. This mm-hmm. is not, this is to make us better. And yeah. hopefully uh, listening to the podcast and going through it, you're able to get the message. So uh, to wrap it up, you got to say, you know, there's a catch line that you have to say. Okay. Shout out to my boy, Alvin, for always listening to me. So thanks for listening to the Activated Podcast. I'm your host, Ebu, once again. And you've officially been, been activated. activated. Peace. Peace.